refreshingly honest and hugely insightful by more than a website limited. Love the plug. I've been listening now for about a month and have consumed just over 220 episodes. It's been absolutely brilliant to hear about the good, the bad, and the ugly of running a business. And whilst my own business, more than a website limited, plug, wink emoji, is way behind in terms of revenue and size, it's given me so much actionable gems of information that I've started to put into practice. If you're thinking about running a business, no matter what niche, this is the only podcast you'll ever need. I've even dropped Gary V for these guys. Keep it up. I'll see you in Slack. It's a big statement. Thank you for joining Slack and love the plug. Guys, if you haven't left us that five-star review yet, head over to Apple, go into podcast, hit five stars, and let us know why you listen to this show. It motivates the shit out of me and Harry. On that note, let's get into today's show, which is a listener question. Hey guys, welcome to episode 248 of the Startup Diary podcast. Now we're in for a little bit of a treat because we have another audio listener question. And in case you didn't know, we moved the podcast across to Anchor. You can download the Anchor app, you can find Startup Diary and hit message and you can send in whether you want to send in a review, a listener question, just want to say hi to me and Harry, hit message, send it in. It's super simple. You have 60 seconds. Rob Twells from Frogspark sent in a listener question. Let's have a listen to that right now. Question for Adam. So we went to Amsterdam a couple of weeks back on a business trip and we somehow got onto the subject of you going to private school, a very good private school, which is based not too far away from where I live. Um, We spoke about it for a few minutes, but obviously, you know, busy in meetings, doing work and whatnot. Um, So we didn't actually get that much time to discuss it in detail. And I think the listeners will be interested to hear that story because you're obviously much cleverer than you actually look. So, yeah, be good to hear about it more. Thanks, guys. So, Harry, just to give you some context, the reason this came in, as as Rob mentioned, by the way, Rob is, as you know, I'm putting context in for the listeners, from Frogspark, digital agency up in Derby. He was actually a listener of the show, came in at a meeting, got him on the mics, and from there, we've actually done a bit of business together, and we end up going out to Amsterdam to see a client together. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It was a real. It was a it was, real. We meeting. met him in a coffee shop, and then the rest. I don't know. Where. I did go to a coffee shop. <laughs> it's like yeah. Alice in Wonderland. That was an interesting story. <laughs> anyway, so we got talking, and it briefly came up. He mentioned Repton. I was like, oh yeah, I used to go to school there, and he was like, what? He was just looked. At me. How did that come up in conversation? It was something along the lines of Rob's just moved house. We were talking about the area. He doesn't live too far away from Repton. And it just came up that, oh, I used to go to school there, to which he looked absolutely dumbfounded. Uh, Because just for context for people listening is Repton is a private school in the UK. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, give me the backstory for that. And we didn't spend long on it, spent three minutes of it. And then he pinged this question in. But I thought it'd be a good one to get on the mics. Did you know Roald Dahl and Jeremy Clarkson both went to Repton? I did not know about Roald Dahl, and I used to love Roald Dahl. I knew Jeremy Clarkson, and it's a bit of a myth in terms of like how he actually got expelled. I'd love to get Jeremy Clarkson on the show and just ask him Should that question. Should get Roald Dahl on? Who's dead, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean, is there any new books? <laughs> <laughs> there's no new giant peaches coming out. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of giant peaches, just not what you're talking about. <laughs> 
Anyway. Did we just throw like giant peaches from Roald Dahl <laughs> to the emoji giant peaches and how they're used hey. in the same sentence? This guy is a le- Roald Dahl what is a legend. What your mind's eye chooses to envision is up to you while we go on this audible the, journey. <laughs> <laughs> the reason, anyway, I thought it'd be good to get on the mics and just basically give a bit of context. And this isn't going to yep. be a, a hard hitting show where we're dropping business facts, we're dropping some this bombs. Is, this is a walk down memory lane. So let's do that. So. Me and you met back at the school before Repton. So the the preparatory school, is that what they called it? Pre- pre- what is it? Preparatory. I believe pre- that's... Preparatory? Yeah. Google it. Preparatory. Adjective. Serving as or carrying out preparation for a task or undertaking. Yeah, so I think I'm right. I think it's called a preparatory school. I mean, the definition... Prep, prep school for prep sure. Prep school for sure. So we ended up going to a school called Formark together. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, actually, how did you end up at Formark? Because that's a story that I don't even know. Um, well, I suppose a better question is what school did you go to before Formark? Before Formark, I went to just my local... Riff Raff <laughs> school. Was it Pingle? No, I went to Pennine Way. I went to Pennine Way and had a fantastic teacher called Mrs. Minister who pulled my parents in, there's God's honest truth, pulled my parents in and said, listen, if your son isn't challenged at school, he's going to end up in prison. The words she said <laughs> to my mum. Fact. So we're like, well, how do we do that? She's like, if he goes to the next school that he's due to go on to, which is Pingle, she's like, he's just going to get okay. bored. I'm no ego. I'm a bit of a smart ass. Like, no, but it, that, that's quite a common thing though for, for, <laughs> for intelligent people, school, the schooling system doesn't sometimes doesn't propose enough of a challenge for certain people in the right way. So kids that rebel or cause chaos in the classroom is because they're not being stimulated in the right way. Hundred like percent. That, that's why this whole th- story, like Gary Vee says it, that not, school's not for everyone or high school's not for everyone, whatever it is. It's kind of that, that your mind not, might not be built in the way that the, cause school only teaches you one way. And yes. if, if if you don't fit into that mold, which is probably good for seventy five percent of people, that's the thing. Is it's really good for the happy medium. Mm. If if you're if you're behind the curve at school, you might struggle. If you're ahead of the curve, you might struggle because you want to move faster, but you're not stimulated. So that was for me. I just got yep. myself in trouble. Um, so she had that conversation, um, and then uh, she, my mum was like, "Well, what do we do?" She was like, "Well, I just recommend you apply for some private schools because it's." Firstly, it's Monday to Saturday, which my mum was like, yes, please. Um, and so, longer hours, you exactly. say. Uh, yeah, we'll get onto the hours later, actually. So we did that. How did you, before, before so, format, where were you? So I, the, we, there's a little school. I grew up in Hartson. There's a little, little primary school, Hartson School. At the time, I was terrible, really bad at school, um, to the point where, which class would I have been? I think there was four classes and when I was in and you were just pressed up against the window <laughs> <laughs> I hated school when I was young I remember many a time when my mum would be carrying me to school and I'd be cling- no word of a lie clinging on to lampposts like no mum I don't want to go no <laughs> and then she'd dump me in there why was that though I don't know just didn't enjoy it because I hated school okay don't know. I, it was, I was young but I just remember not wanting to be there so I don't know if it was um 
yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because I wasn't good, or I don't, I don't know. Because I do, I do have some fun memories, but maybe it was when I was playing in the playground rather than being in the <laughs> class. Um, so it got to the point where I was in the second to last year that I would have been at that school, um, probably about twelve ish, ten. Uh, sorry, eleven ish, twelve. Because yep. I was slight. I was, because of my birthday, I'm usually. I would either be the the youngest or the oldest, so yep. I tended to be. I think I was always the oldest. For the listener of the show, when is your birthday? In case you want to send you gifts, June the twenty first. <laughs> Put it in your diaries, people. Um, so he, yeah, so he it loves got, chocolate. Yeah, but it's my kryptonite. Um, <laughs> so it got to the point where I was doing really bad, and obviously because it was a public school, that the classes are of a not huge size because it was still a small school overall. How big were but, your classes? Twenty. Um, same, like 25, 28. It's not like, I mean, it's not huge, but it's not tiny. Yeah. And the, th- and the thing with with those sort of schools is that anyone that's not going to put the effort in to learn gets left behind because the teacher hasn't got time to be like giving you one-to-one tuition when they're trying to teach the other 19 yeah, with kids. Yeah, with the best will in the world, there's a limit to the amount of time they can dedicate it, to one Exactly. One and like, why why would a teacher waste their time trying to trying to teach someone that probably just does need a bit of one-to-one um, tuition, but that's not in their job description. They've just got to teach the class. <laughs> yeah, if they have a curriculum they need to get through yeah. on a timetable. So it got to the point where I couldn't spell the. Like, wow. I was just, I just remember, I vividly remember being at the desk of the teacher trembling, trying to spell the word the, and it was like Zed. And I was like, <laughs> Zed, emoji smiley face. Yeah, I, just, I don't whether that was accurate or not, I don't know, but that's, that's how, you that's how it. I remember yeah. it. And then, so then what happened, um, my dad owns, runs his own business, <clears throat> um, and it was do, obviously doing quite well at the time. So he was, he or I was fortunate enough for him to be able to put me into private school. So I went to St. Wiston's, which is in Repton. Okay. So that's like the prep of the prep four mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like the prep of the prep of the prep, but I never went to Repton. Um, so yeah, I went to St. Wiston's and because the classes were smaller, like 10 to 12 max, um, and obviously you were paying, yep. <laughs> the teachers are getting paid to do their jobs for every student. So my education, um, the quality of what I was learning, I was actually learning. So I became a smarter person. <laughs> uh, quick note on that. Did you enjoy it more when you had that more one-to-one approach or were you still kicking I, and screaming I, on the way into school? Um, it's a good question. I, I don't ever remember kicking and screaming about it, but maybe it was because... Yeah, I don't know. It's a good point. Yeah, I, I was never kicking and screaming, so I was going, and maybe it was because because I was probably getting educated in a better manner. Yep. It meant that I wasn't falling behind, and therefore there was no reason why I wouldn't want to go because I was probably I probably didn't want to go to school because I was shit, <laughs> and it was like <laughs> I don't want to be in the classroom and, and yes. not be able to answer a question and feel stupid. So because I was getting that education, I was actually able to answer questions because I'm I, I'm not <laughs> my school reports have always been has the potential needs to try harder <laughs> okay. that's like the war cry of every school report I've ever had <laughs> so I've obviously got the capacity to learn but unless I'm unless someone has the time to focus and teach me I won't learn it if yeah. you give me the chance to goof off then I used to just goof off <laughs> just as a side note I actually found my old school reports the other day and probably wow. depending on the time frame on the end of this show, there might be just a couple of reads from me 
I just to put in some of the things that came from my school report after the final music. Yeah, it, yeah. The, the, throughout, it's just got the same theme. It's like okay. he's got he's got potential. He just needs to try harder. Mine, mine was <laughs> from from memory. Mine was extremely like it was extremely good and positive for the stuff I enjoyed. And yeah. Adam has potential, but is extremely disruptive in the class yeah. for the stuff I didn't really like, like Latin. Yeah, yeah. Got thrown out my Latin exam. I'm like, who the fuck needs Latin? And <laughs> I got thrown out my Latin exam. So I'm like, I don't need this. And that's just the mentality that I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was at St. Winston's, joined there from the age of 12 or 13-ish, uh, and was there. For, I was only there for, um, I want to say, two, two years. Because... Yeah of where I joined um, they, they had younger classes but I joined towards the end of the years uh, and then went to Formark which is which was the next school which is where we met and that's where we met so my journey to Formark I did Pennine Way Mrs. Minister pulled me in she was like so did you go from Pennine Way to Formark straight to Formark okay. yeah so and Mrs. Minister was like you should you should look around at some schools and then some, put some ideas in my mum's head and we actually missed because uh, we were we were in a position then. My dad ran his own business, but we were in a position then to pay for my education, mm. um, just because the, the cost, as you know, bloody yeah, yeah. expensive. Um, so yeah. I actually I actually went in on an open day, and my mum she told me the story a couple of years afterwards, and she she pulled in in an old beaten up Saab. So she had a Saab. It was just like a workhorse vehicle, beaten mm. up to shit. Uh, and it was just the family like car. Just a- <laughs> <laughs> it was just a family car, and we pulled into Formark, and you know Formark, the long drive, the thing at the end yeah. with. And we pulled in, and God's honest truth, there's like a Range Rover, there's a Rolls Royce, there's a Porsche, and there's a fucking helicopter on that yeah. side. And we're like, Mum was like, we're not meant to be here. We're out of debt. And, she, yeah, and she, <laughs> near, she, she went to the end. I remember this. She went to the end, went round the roundabout at the end of this long drive in front of like this big manor house. Yep. And then drove I back. And as she drove well. back, she just like whipped it onto the grass and parked up. <laughs> like, it was as if it was like a last minute decision. Just like, fuck it, let's go. So she pulled onto the grass and we went in. Um, I love my to bits for that as well because it's a lot of courage from her because yeah. she, when she repeats it back to me, she was like, it wasn't for me. Like it, it impacted me. She felt out of place, but she had to sort of get mm. herself into the mindset of I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it for Adam. Yeah. So we went in, open morning, got to meet some of the teachers, got to walk around the school and it was something like I'd never seen before. It's like, a 2018 version of fucking Harry Potter. Like it's that sort mm. of environment, that sort of school. Yeah. So walking around and then I find out that the scholarship, which is what I was meant to be applying for, is actually closed. Damn. So I was like, okay, so, oh, well, not, I, I, it's cool school. I'm not missing out. I just went for a nice day out with my mom. Probably, I probably expecting like a bacon sandwich <laughs> afterwards. So <laughs> extra, extra crispy bacon. You obviously. know, she knows. <laughs> um, and then as we were walking around, I bumped into a, uh, a gentleman called Mr. Brewster. Well, I'll always remember this. So, and we got talking. Oh, who do you? And I told him where I'm from, da-da-da. And, and my mum was like, oh, but he's, we, we thought the scholarship exams were still open. And he was like, oh, no, they closed. Like, it was like three days ago, four days ago, something so, like that. So why, so you weren't there. So why did you go then? Because there was no agreement in place for you to... No, it's so like you were it, just turning up just to see if they you have, could apply? They have, like, every three months they have like open mornings where yep. parents could go and just see the school because I guess most people go and then plan years in advance. Yeah, Do yeah, I want yeah. my kids to go See here? the school, get a So we just saw a sign, open morning, yeah. went there. I spoke to Mr. Brewster and we just got chatting. And he was like, oh, what subjects do you like? And we got talking. I was like, I, I really like maths. Uh, maths guy, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And we just got chatting. And through the conversation, he was just asking me random maths questions. God's honest truth. You're like Rain Man. And, and, it was, and you know, I, I, <laughs> and I used to be way smarter than I am now, to be honest. Um, and I remember that one of the questions he asked me, 
and he was like, Adam, just to, uh, as, just before you leave, Adam, what's 101 squared? And I'm not going to try and butcher it now because I need more coffee. But I just told him the answer. And 101 squared is actually a really hard mm. thing to calculate. It, it was for me then. I was like fucking 13 or something. I was like, and I just told him. And he went, come and see me on Monday. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, just come and see me on Monday. So he booked in a meeting with Mr. Brewster. He was like, we get an opportunity to give a couple of bursaries away every year. And a bursary is like a scholarship, but it's for people that basically missed out on the scholarship. And you can get a sporting bursary, which is like the school will pay for a percentage of the fees or an academic bursary where the school will pay for a percentage yeah. of the fees. So we go through it and he's like, listen, I would like to, we, we had a, like a two hour conversation. I had to sit some papers after that conversation, did that, filed them in, went home. And then two days later, he calls up and he's like, great news, would love to offer you 40% off your school fees. Mm. And this is the God's honest truth in terms of how I am. And you can put them on the mics and ask it. I went, Mr. Bruce, the first year, that's amazing. What does that mean in cash? Because you have to understand, I'm used to sitting in the office with my mum, hearing her run the business and knowing like, the fi- <laughs> knowing the financials of the yeah. business. And I was like, in my head at that age, I was already thinking like, what is the financial pressure this is going to put on the family? Because they want the best for me, but I also don't want to fucking mm. put them under pressure. Yeah. So, and he told me, and it, at that point in time, like, Four mark was nine thousand pounds a term for me because I wasn't boarding. I didn't sleep mm. there. Yep. So. Um, oh yeah, because they were boarding. There was boarding. As well, it was boarding yeah, schools yeah. as well. Like eighty percent of the kids boarded, which means that kids just lived there for three months yeah. and then went home. So, and I t- he told me, and I said, I said, respect. I, I didn't say it this politely, but I, I meant it this politely. I can't remember what I said. I was like, respectfully, Mr. Brewster, I'm gonna have to decline. It was like, can I speak to your mum? And at like this 80% or nothing. <laughs> and at this point, my mum and dad, because they used to run a transport company, were in France. So my older brother was looking after me. I'm taking the phone call, not telling my mum I've got the phone call. And I just, thank you very much, but it's something that the family, it's just, we, we love the school, can't afford it, boom. And he caught, this is the fucking, it's amazing. The next day he calls me back and goes, can I speak to Alison? Hi, Mr. Brewster, Alison's not available. Um, how can I help? He was like, I've had a chat and we can go to 60%, but we can't go any further. I was like, what does that mean in cash? <laughs> and he tells me. I'm like, Surprise. okay. So I'm like, sorry, we just, it's just still too much. Um, mm. Next day he calls up and was like, Adam. And he doesn't ask my mom, he goes, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I know I'm like, it's like, I'm like 13 years old. I'm negotiating my school fees. And he's like, we don't do this, but 80%, we want you to come to the school. Wow. So, and I was like, can I give you a call back? So I was like, okay, cool. At this point, my parents are back home. Going through and I sit my mom. <laughs> she's and she, like, where's the phone? <laughs> <laughs> and long story short, we take them up on the offer uh, and I end up negotiating that 80%. So I got an 80% bursary to four mark and then uh, going into school and the beat up Saab. And then I see, how did we, how did we meet? It will have likely been... Just the standard drop off in the car park at the front, and then one Parents day, talking. Alison spoke to my mum. Shout out to Claire, um, <laughs> and then realised because basically every because what you'll find is that most private schools is that kids come from all over the country or all over the world. Yeah, like twenty twenty five percent of format were Chinese. Yeah, so when so when when two people speak to each other and realise that they live in swaddling coat. Yep. and they're only Sunny three miles apart from each other. Yep, they were like, we can lift share. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can save Let's some money life. here. <laughs> but just in terms of timings, so I can't remember what format was. I remember what Repton was. What were the school days like? Um, that is a great question. Um, it would have been like 
early, so like eight to eight six, eight five, something like that. Because Repton mm. was, I used to get into Repton at, I used to get to Repton at quarter past seven in the morning and leave at quarter past nine at night. I think it was probably five ish because I remember not getting picked up till nearly six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so our parents, but it was just they, long days. Yeah. Is the is the key takeaway from that? They did a ride share, and then I just remember sitting in cars with you. Yeah, because we never made the agreement. No, no, we didn't, we didn't even not, know each other. <laughs> they were like, who? Never spoke to this kid. I was like, yeah, I yeah well, sit you, with him. you're going to get in this stranger's car tomorrow and they're going to take you to school. Oh, okay, mum. Cheers. But we remember we used to sit in the car and we didn't... <laughs> never spoke. Never spoke. For how long? I've got to say probably four or six weeks, a just lot. not yeah, a word. A while, because it was... Because we never had any classes together, because that was the other thing, so... Why are you grinning? <laughs> well, the way, the way they do... I, I don't know how it is in every... Because I don't think every school does this, but the way that... Formark did it anyway, is you have different tiers of classes. Yeah. So you will, so for example, maths will have like, and depending on the number, but it's like 1A, 1B, 1C. So they kind of break, not only do they break up the numbers of people, but they also cater it to the, the capabilities of the pupils. Yep. So we were never in the same tier because we were in the same year but not the same tier of any classes. Yeah, we so really we never into overlapped. Each other at all. Yeah. So you, you were obviously in the top sets. <laughs> But I was in the I was in the second top, so you know. Uh, okay. <laughs> Still a smart cookie, you know. It's so we, not got all the crumbs. So, <laughs> so we used to not talk, and I just remember vividly. We like get out the car either side, back doors. I get out one side, you get out the other. I'd be like, "Bye, mum." You'd be like, "Bye, Alison." I actually don't even remember you ever saying once a word to my mum at this point in time. I'm like, just door shut. Just probably like, thanks, thanks. <laughs> and we just used to go our separate ways. Mm. What do you remember from the four mark days? I remember your big ass head. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I remember the this first not, time. You're not I- ego, like physical sized head. Li- literal. No, okay. noggin size cranium size no wonder you're in top sets and you're a small lad because that brain is just full <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, I just remember the first time I actually saw you and spoke to you I was like some of his proportions are off <laughs> <laughs> and then you always had a, a blazer on as well always because man. obviously it's got enough pockets for a deck of cards in every every pocket because you couldn't <laughs> so stop true. doing freaking magic everywhere that's what I used to do so you were like and the thing was it wasn't like it was just like oh we're in the playground and he's doing some magic it was it was always like the the doorway of a classroom and it looked the dodgiest dealings that you've ever seen it's like do you want, you want to see some magic <laughs> 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 such good days I just I do I genuinely remember because there, there's certain like decks of cards I used to use mm. bicycle cards I used to have like the legit deck in my front left pocket and the the, the not so legit the, deck the aces in the <laughs> exactly. in the back and I remember like I'm like okay put that one back see a card trick mm. and be like ah oh. and then I'd like be pulling different decks out pulling everything from like every pocket <laughs> had something like a coin or something but, but I think magic I thing. think it was the magic tricks that when I saw you doing the weird tricks in the corner of the room and whatever, that that's I think that's when we first started speaking. Because like, oh, that's the lad I live share with. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should say hello. The dude's got a big head, but he knows how to use a deck of cards. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so we did form up. We were there for two years together. Yep. Yep. And then our friendship blossomed. Friendship blossomed. And then, and be, but because also because again because we lived so close, it meant that at weekends we actually spent time together hung out in yeah. each of those houses whereas like it was such a chore to 
because obviously we didn't drive it was like mum can you drop me here can you drop me there like they're not going to drive an hour and a half to somewhere but no. when you say can you drop me in SWAT she's like sound I'll go, I'll go Sainsbury's on the for way. the amount of time we were saving them on ride sharing yeah. they wanted to oh, keep us sweet oh, practically paid for itself as well didn't it <laughs> exactly <laughs> so after the two years is up um, I what did you do then because this is where we, this is where we separated. Yeah, this, is where, this is where we parted ways. I went to Denston College, which is near Alton Towers. Literally, okay. you, you turn left to Denston, or you carry straight on for Alton Towers at one point. It's Alton it's, Towers, for context, is a theme park in the UK. Pretty good one. It's what, a world renowned. What was Denston like? <clears throat> it, <laughs> as my brother says, it's like driving up to Hogwarts because it, it even more so oh, than Format because yeah. um, super old building that had like a chapel on it and just it was like a from the from an aerial view it was a massive H so it literally looked like Hogwarts when, <laughs> as you as you pulled up to it like spires and everything. So you went to Denston and then I then had to formally apply because you get I got the bursary for Format and that doesn't automatically mm. roll into. Repton. Yeah, so yeah, so the the way most people go is Repton yeah. after Formark, but the f- the fees would like we were already paying a fair wedge anyway for Formark, but yeah. it just wasn't even an option to go to Repton. Um Yeah, the like you've got to be if we take it like one of our friends, Alex, who I don't know if he listens to the show. If you do. <laughs> I've noticed your demeanor just changed. I don't know if he listens. I don't know if he listens if you do. Like his, he didn't get a scholarship and his parents sent three kids to Repton that wow. were there at the same time. Wow. It's like some serious bank that you've mm. got to have to be able to, be able to send your kids in. Um, so I had to actually then reapply and get a scholarship. Um, I did. Awesome stuff. Um, so then I spent the next five years at Repton. What do you think the key differences were between... Denston and Formark, or or not at all. Um, in what way? It was it it was just a continuation. Okay. There was there was no like drastic differences. Um, yeah, no, there wasn't. Uh, no, I tell tell a lie actually because obviously we did GCSEs at that point. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> what reminded me is my because my my younger brother's fifteen at the moment, so he's doing his. He's either doing them or, or shout out or to prepping Ollie to prepping for him. Or he's been on the show as well. He's been on the um, show. But he was doing GCSE maths test exams, so I was there the other week, uh, other weekend, going through it. I was like, oh, yeah. because I was because I was a maths person, not an English person. Mm-hmm. So, it, maths just made more sense than understanding language. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. But um, but yeah. So I, so back in the day when I was obviously exercising the maths muscle, I was I was pretty good at most things because maths. I know it's going to sound obvious, but so long as you know. Because it's just knowing a formula, you just input the data. Yeah. So it's as simple as that. So it like it, for some, it just it stuck with me. So long as you remember the process of how to solve the problem, yep. you can solve any problem. Show your workings. Always show your workings. 100%. If there's five marks, the answer is only one of them. Agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So so what? One of the subjects I so the three choices I had for GCSE was uh, I chose sorry I did Spanish as a language and I got a C for um, speak some Spanish right now hola give me some senor <laughs> that's all he knows criero un bocadillo de atún I would like a tuna sandwich <laughs> so language wise uh, bonjour je m'appelle Adam j'ai 13 ans j'habite dans a swaddling coat that is hi my name is Adam 
I live, I'm 13 and I live in Swadlinka. It's the only thing I remember in French. It's not applicable. It's, <laughs> it's, it's my French oral GCSE, I think it was, or something like that. So I did, I did Spanish, got to see, I chose history, which looking back was the stupidest decision I could have ever made. I loved made history. Because it was dates, names, and num- like dates and names and locations of like the three things that don't stick in my mind. We're talking to a guy that lives two miles away from me for majority of his life. When he, when he could drive, he still I couldn't had to work learn out. how to get there, basically. He still couldn't work out how to get to my house. So, and, I, and I was going to fail that exam, but I had a lad that was really switched on in history that I was friends with, so he just... Shout out to Nathan. He he. A lot of shout outs. I don't know if you listen to the show, but if you did, that'd be amazing. Um, but yeah, he helped me cram for history, and okay. I actually scraped through with a with a a C on that one as well. Um, and then the other one was drama. Another yeah, choice. Drama. Another choice I had but didn't do the exam for was economics. Okay. <laughs> and and the so the the funny thing is. <laughs> As we're going, as we're coming up to the the tests, you do a lot of mock tests and things like that. Um, and the teacher came up to me, pulled me to one side, and he's like, "Harry, come here. <laughs> you know how you're doing in economics? How you how you finding it? First of all, I'm like, ah, I don't know. You know, it's like it's tough. It's like, huh? Okay. Well, if you want, just putting it out there. If you want, you don't have to do it. And you're like done. I was like, <laughs> sound, sound. Burn my books. Everything. You tell mom I'm not turning so, up. So yeah, the teacher literally basically said one yeah. way or another that you're so bad at this lesson that you probably shouldn't take the exam because your bad mark's going to be so bad it's going to be a black mark on our school reports. <laughs> I've got a criteria I need to fill, and yeah. you are not yeah. going to help me in this situation. So it, it was a win-win for everyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but other than that, no, it was... It was um, the interesting thing for standard. me, just in terms of like looking back and seeing like Pennine Way, what's the, what's the correct term? Grammar school? Is that... What's the... Like, I'm, not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. You called it riffraff. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Pri- what do you mean? What's the definition it, of like a normal local school? that uh, pu- 19- Public school. Public school. Well, I think so. Because, but some people call public schools private school. I don't know. Either way. Public, so, private. We'll go with public, like the school that most kids go to. Yeah. Um, and one of the key things that opened up for me, I don't want to use like the other, but it's how the like the other half live because majority of the people there mm. are just like extremely wealthy families. And so that, that's... I actually got on with very few people mm. at the school. I just did not like, I don't like fucking bullshit egos. Mm. And you've got, I, I don't know whether you agree with me on this, but I think, and I don't want to throw these guys under the bus, but most most kids at that age, when they come from an extremely privileged background, it just oozes out of them <laughs> and it fucking stinks. Yeah. Um, but it did educate me in terms of, because I got to meet the kids and then I got to meet some of the parents. Mm. And I just remember thinking at such a young age, like 13, 14, 15, 16, like, you're seriously wealthy, but you're not that smart. Mm. Like, and it just made me think, actually, like, yeah, money, there's money other doesn't stuff. buy intelligence. Yeah. And I, I remember being in, some from SWAD, and SWAD is not the. It's not the fanciest place in the world. It's definitely not the fanciest. It's, it's a, <laughs> we, ha- being, we have an Odeon now. <laughs> <laughs> we have an Odeon. But it's like, people from SWAD don't go to Repton. Yeah. And it's like, and it just showed me opportunity in terms of actually. And I think that's all people need sometimes is just a bit of an insight to, yeah. that's possible. And that sort of put me on this this overall journey of just wanting more. Not wealth, but it just want, made me want to, I'm smart. I remember thinking at like 15, and this is, this is ego, 15, 16 years old, meeting some parents of, 
Like Fraser Smith, he used to get dropped off in a fucking helicopter. And I spent time with him and his dad a couple of occasions. I remember thinking, I'm smarter than you and I'm 16. Like, what, I'm, smarter than his dad? You're smarter than his dad. I'm, like, I'm smarter <laughs> than you and I'm 16. I said, I'm, like, I'm going to beat you. Is, that's what I remember thinking at and 16 I, and I years remember, old. I remember at school anyway, he was um, in bottom sets basically yeah yeah. like yeah he he got held back like years like he's probably still fucking there (laughs) (laughs) a A little bit of a shout out to fraser smith um but yeah but just to kind of (laughs) just to point out though that like i am very aware that this is a very privileged situation that i've been i've been very fortunate to have this like my older brother went through public school my younger brother is going through public school. I'm the only one in the family that yep. was fortunate enough to go through private education. Um, so like, I'm, I, and I'm not, so I think we don't, both, th- don't yeah. think for a second, like, cause people are probably tuning out, listening to this thinking, oh, there's two, like this says a lot that Adam's privately educated. That's, that means that it's the 1% that get to do their own business or, or whatever the perception nah, might be. Like, yeah. the, like the, the point I think we're trying to make is that it's an interesting conversation to see that, people can come from very different backgrounds um, and get to the sort of same place. But I totally agree with what you're saying is like what you see, like shapes, when, you, when shapes, you see the amount of money, what you think is possible. Yeah. When you see the amount of money that people can have, but when you actually speak to the people themselves, the, like, a, for example, cause I said it to you off the mic. It's like a, when you, when you see a nice car, that's a very expensive, it doesn't mean the driver is any better. Like yeah. they just, they've got like, people can still have more money than sense. You know what I mean? The it's more, a combination more- of luck, hard work <clears throat> and intelligence. And I think the, th- the thing that you're address- addressing and that I think is so important for anyone listening is when I went to this school, it, Mrs. Minister's words, it kept me out of jail because mm. I would just, I would just get myself in a world of trouble just for the fun of it. Cause I was bored. What it did for me was it made me think actually, there are bigger opportunities than I've been exposed to in my little bubble yeah. in Swaddling Coat. Little sleepy town, not much going on, really hardworking grafters. I've, I've always had that in me. I've just the ability to work hard, make money. My dad's an entrepreneur, learned that from him. Mm. But it just made me think, actually, when, when I see the Ferrari drive by, when you're like young, you're like, oh shit, that guy must be like super smart. Did it? Yeah. it made me think, that guy got lucky and he's probably hardworking. That's the mindset shift mm. that it gave to me. And I was like, okay, that's the biggest takeaway that I sort of took away from, from those schools. Um, yeah, I was going to say something. Uh, <laughs> what did you do after Denston? Uh, I went to college. <laughs> How long did you went stay there college for? and got stoned for two years, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, <laughs> it was a time. What did you do at college? Um, I did a course in, what was the title? Uh, <laughs> it was basically games development and, and media I remember. and things yes, like that. I so, so it was things like, um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted. Yeah, to, yeah. Like, it wasn't the cool as with stuff. a lot of courses. Like <clears throat> the title is what you want to do, but then when you actually do in the curriculum, like the the people weren't teaching you the right things. Or like for example, Emmy did a fashion degree at university. Yep, but she hated it because it was never doing the thing that she wanted it. She, it was never about what she wanted to learn about. It was always like, just like for me, it was always, when we were doing like programming, we were learning very basic ass, like this button to do that. And I understand it's probably teaching the principles, but when the teacher 
<laughs> when the teacher doesn't give a shit either. <laughs> like how <laughs> that's like you, you need to be so driven yourself in order to stay on it. And I think that was the issue for me. Like that's why I, that's why I've been <clears throat> that's why I've been somewhat privileged because if you if you were, if I was allowed to. I just not do anything and mm-hmm. therefore not learn. So by by being fortunate enough to be put through private education, I was basically forced to learn, which allowed me to be where I am now. And now I was now being older, I understand and should have should have paid more attention through school. But for, pe- for but I still when I went back to college, then it, the onus is back on you to learn. Yeah. And as soon as there was a teacher that's just. If if me and a teacher didn't get on, not that we'd fall out, but like sometimes they don't take a liking to all people, yep. and I don't know why because I'm such a lovable guy. Um, <laughs> but like there was a couple of teachers that just we didn't get on, and as soon as there's that dynamic, they don't care, and then you're like, well, fucking, like they're not helping me, so yeah. and then you, and then you end up slipping, and then that's kind of what happens. So one thing that I think you just touched on is, and it's I think it's relevant to all parts of your life is if you're surrounded by people that are trying to move forward and help. It's just so like, yeah. and this isn't a, like if you're in a if you're a public if you're listening to this and you're a public school teacher, trust me, I know your heart is in the right place. You want to yeah. do right for every student, but you've got 25, 35 students in that class. You don't have the bandwidth and the time to do yeah. that. One of the things that I noticed when I went to Formark and Repton is much smaller classes, which meant just the teacher had more time to do yeah. their job. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something as well with work. Like if you're surrounded by people that have enough bandwidth and love what they do. It just has a, has a huge impact to mm. your personal success. Quick question on this. Actually, just to touch on one thing. Uh, you went to college. I went to uni because sort of, rep, you know, you said like you got a blacklist against you. Don't do the economics. <laughs> yeah. Repton, rep, Repton's like, you know, you need to go to uni. Like you need to, I'm like, I don't yeah. want to go to uni. I'm ready to work now. I just want to go and work. Mm. And I remember meeting sort of like my housemaster, the headmaster on this whole thing. Anyway, I end up giving in, go to university. I do, I go to Nottingham, Nottingham Trent do property investment and finance. Don't know why. Fuck no. It's never been interested in property in my life. Anyway. <laughs> so it's a jump. That is. Uh, I was like, okay, it's local to home. Da, 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 I can do that. <laughs> it's local to home. I'll do it. <laughs> because in, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to work on the side to earn some money. Okay. Like, I'll pay for myself to get, put myself through this mm. because my parents, yes, I got the scholarship 80%, but it's still a lot of money, man. It's mm. still a lot of cash. Yeah. I don't want to be an extra burden. So, did this and I was sat there like 45 minutes into the first lecture, which is like an hour and a half long. Here's what you're going to do for the next four years of your life. God's honest truth. Just close my bag. Done. Jumped on a train, went home. Ended up working on a building site for two years on a shovel. And I remember thinking two years in to that building site job on a shovel underneath the M6 after I've just got off Tipton, which is an absolute dive. And if you live in Tipton, get out of there. I am sorry for that, but it is, <laughs> it is just a hellhole of the UK. I remember working on a train, st- the second day on that job, train station, everyone got two days off work because someone stepped in front of the train station. Apparently it was a, a train. Apparently it's a common occurrence in Tipton. Anyway, so I'm on a building site for 18 months on a shovel and I, I remember thinking, I probably should have fucking stayed at uni. I'm like, I just, I'm like, I just dig it a hole. Should have stayed. Should have stayed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uni, uni was actually on that note as well is I forgot to tell them I wasn't going back so they billed me for the first term. So I actually had student debt for a 45 minute lesson. That taught me a lesson in life. That's a very expensive debt. Just to wrap this up, I've got two young kids. You're going to have kids. Would you actively try and send your kids to private school? I literally just made a note, actually, because I wanted to just say a huge thank you to 
Papa Mudge, uh, Mark. Like, and this is a perfect example. Obviously, I, again, I was fortunate enough to be put through private education thanks to him. And he owns his own business, a cleaning company. Like he, he way back in the day had a cushy job selling insurance. Yep. Moved away from all of that, started his own cleaning company, started just literally going door to door cleaning windows. So and I actually, then, actually had a nice lunch with your dad probably mm. three, four months ago, five months ago. And yeah. we went through his whole backstory. And I've just got a fucking world of respect for that yeah. man. Like he's a grafter. And and that's what I'm saying. And, and it, so that's a perfect example of sort of no matter where you are or the situation you're in, as long as you have the drive, you yep. can, you really can put yourself anywhere you want to be and then provide, like if you want to, you can put some, you can put your kid through private education. Um, but I also think some of the values I've learned from my mum and dad is that we're very down to earth people. Like, yep. like I've been, I went to school where some some of the lads' first cars with were convertible Mercedes. I'm, you know, I, I, but I, but yeah. like I was looking at even, but even I was looking at it at sixteen, thinking that's a that's a bit much for your that's first ridiculous. car. And what, that, what, was and your, that, what was your first car? A Fiat Punto. You remember what mine was? Uh, 206 diesel 206 diesel 206 and you you put the biggest rims on it that hit the wheel arches you put the loudest exhaust that was on the second 206 that was a petrol one no that was a diesel you had a blue diesel with plastic black bumpers and I was about to say I remember when my mom and dad Put and some you money put together, a sub in it, and, and I fucking pulled my face because it wasn't color coded. I was like, "I wanted color coded bumpers. It looks shit." So he just tarted it up instead. Did that? Remember what I put on the side of it? Yeah, it was an. Oh god, yeah, it's making me feel sick just thinking about it. It was a uh, a vinyl uh, Ace of Spades. It was a vinyl on, Ace just of over the rear wheel arch, and it had AC in it as well. Fast and Furious times. And I was, was like, "Yeah, that's cool. I probably should do that, but I'm not going to do that." And I, yeah, you and me, <laughs> yeah, I never, I never put in, I think the most money I put into my cars ever was like a, <laughs> something to hang from a rear view mirror or a fake chrome, um, wrap that goes on the rear <laughs> exhaust. <laughs> so but you know me, I was, got I was nicked. <laughs> <laughs> so firstly, I love what you just said, like parents, super hardworking and it, it created opportunity for you. Yeah. I've got two young boys. I'm looking at them now. They're on a wall. Um, not, not, <laughs> not literally. Why'd you bring them in? <laughs> and uh, I'm like on the fence about this because, again, we I, I got a spent scholarship, but 20% of my family was still a huge amount of cash and they put them under some financial pressure. Loved them to bits for what they did for me. But I think unless... Where I'm at now, and this might change, so this might bite me in the arse in five years' time, is unless my kids are prepared to work for it, mm. to get, as in, I would like to educate my kids on opportunities of what's there, and if they would like those opportunities to work for it, to get a bursary slash scholarship, regardless of how, if I can't afford it, can afford it, I want to see from them, because the one thing I did do when I was when I got when I saw the opportunities around me, I got into four mark. I wanted to continue because I knew this was good for me long-term and I'd, I'd only want to put cash into my kids in that perspective. This, this is probably terrible parenting. I don't care. Like, <laughs> as long as they show me that they want this and it's a, it's a route they want to go down, then I will support them 100%. Mm. I think because I was exposed to so many kids that were just there because like, daddy can afford it. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I, d- I, you know, you fuck, yeah, I, I was, definitely don't, yeah, some of them just, just, like to them that was normal. Like I always knew that it was, 
special. It was like a big yeah. deal. Um, but yeah, I definitely don't think that anyone needs to go to these things. Obviously, if 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 you're a parent and you can afford it, then and you want to do that, then obviously there's nothing wrong with it. Just I've like, got I've got like a weird weird view on the whole thing around education, and I don't really understand where I sit in terms of what's the right and the wrong thing. I just think that. I think regardless of what you said, regardless of what background you're from, you can make it. Mm. Like as long as you just... At the end of the day, I've, I've said to people, I consider myself a pretty smart guy, but I think the only reason we're here today as a business is I'll just outwork people. I've just got a work ethic. Mm. And I think that's the thing that, regardless of... If you listen to this, regardless <laughs> of your education, as long as you've got that work ethic, I'll outwork anyone. As long as you've got that, you'll win. Yeah. And, and the reason I don't run my own business <laughs> is because... <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I, that was that was such a relief. <laughs> uh, you literally just like you just exhaled as you said. Oh, okay, this is the reason that I'm not doing this thing. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap this up, guys. On that note, hope you've enjoyed this 45 minutes. Is that how long it's just been? A memory lane, memory man. Lane. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you can always email us questions at startupdiary.club or they can send audio questions in on the Anchor app what you need to do is head over to the app store download Anchor find Startup Diary you can hit subscribe in there and then any follow up questions any reviews or any new questions hit the message button you got 60 seconds send it in just like Rob did and who knows we'll get it onto the show and it might lead us down an interesting journey like it did today so on that note a huge thank you for listening in we'll see you next time on the Startup Diary podcast Thank you.